Draft day has come. Hello, welcome to y'all, the show all about the South. I'm John Rawl, and hey, if it's draft day, NFL draft's what we're talking about, and that's happening tonight in Nashville, Tennessee, then you know the y'all show's going to pack its bags and head to Music City, and that's where we are. Welcome to Nashville, home of this year's NFL draft on this big day in Middle Tennessee. I'm John Rawl, and we are right just south of downtown Nashville here on this exciting day. And we've got some NFL draft to get to, some info about the draft. We'll be actually visiting in the second hour. We're going to listen in on our sister show, the 615 Sessions. And that's hosted by Buck Rising. And Buck's going to talk with Ryan Hurd, who is an RCA Nashville recording artist and the husband of Marin Morris. And these two are going to talk about not only the NFL draft, but the music connections, including Ryan Hurd participating on Saturday, I think, is when his performance is as part of the draft. So that's coming in the second hour, the NFL draft preview and discussion about that in the second hour from this Music City edition of the Y'all Show. Also in the second hour, we're going to talk briefly about the Southeastern Conference. You know there's a little SEC team that plays here in this town called the Vanderbilt Commodores. And we'll have info on all of the SEC when we get to that spot in the second hour. In fact, I'm going to read a story about some of the SEC names expected to be taken in tonight's NFL draft. So you don't want to miss our SEC insider in the second hour. Also want to let you know at the top of the second hour, we're going to have a very special guest. We're going to take it I-40 East to the other end of Tennessee. Go to Knoxville and we'll find author Haley Evans, who has penned the awesome new book, Hung Up, Why You Should Put the Phone Down and Other Life Advice. And I, I'm telling you, if you want to know about a book that is so relevant in today's world, in, in an age where sometimes the phone, it kind of trumps everything else in life, including President Trump. Yeah, kind of odd there. But yeah, Haley Evans has this awesome book. We're going to have a great discussion with this Southern author in the second hour. It's our buy the book feature, and you do not want to miss this conversation. And, and call your friends, call your family, and more importantly, if you've got little ones, Gather them around the old radio like they did back in the Great Depression days. And and we'll have a fireside chat all about how you need to hang up your phone and put it down and other life advice. Thanks to author Haley Evans and her cool new book. That's in the second hour of today's y'all show. Now, I, I can't leave out West Tennessee. We've kind of got a Tennessee thing going here in today's show and later this hour, we're going to have our Festive South feature. And I'm going to tell you about some cool events going around Dixie this weekend, actually. And some actually may not be happening until early May. But there's something going on right now in Paris, Tennessee, which is technically West Tennessee, but right on the Middle Tennessee, West Tennessee demarcation line. It's on the Tennessee River in the kind of western portion of Tennessee. Y'all know where Paris is. It actually has its own Eiffel Tower there. And it's got a couple of famous residents, one of which is Hank Williams Jr. lives in Paris. And we're going to talk about what's going on there. It's the world's largest fish fry going on right now in Paris, Tennessee. And we've got some video that we're going to kind of take the audio from and let you hear about Paris, Tennessee. And if you want to take some good catfish, make your way to Paris, not the one in France, but the one in Tennessee here in the coming days. 
And we have all that info in our Festive South feature coming up later this hour. And we also have headlines to get to. But before we get to what's going on in the South, let me tell you how you can connect with y'all, the show that's all about the South. It's so easy to do. It is. It's just it should be illegal how easy it is for you to be able to be a part of this all Southern show. We have a website. You wonder what that website is? Oh, oh, yeah, it's y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. That's pretty darn easy. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're at y'all show, Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W. Please like us. Please follow us. We, we need all the love on social media platforms. We are on Instagram. We are putting new images up each and every day, and we're getting a lot of good feedback on that. And it's at y'all show on Instagram so so easy for you to be able to connect we have a phone number you can text or call 24 7 and that number is jot it down store it in your phone 803-816-1170 i say again 803-816-1170 and you can call or text 24 7 we'll get your feedback right here if you got a question comment if you want to criticize we'll take it all at that number and and finally, I want to tell you about some cool apps that you can catch up on the Y'all Show if you miss any portion of our program. In Apple iTunes, they have something called Podcast. And if you're one of those who has a smartphone, maybe an iPhone, or perhaps you have the old iPad, Apple has the podcast. It comes packaged with the computer or smartphone when you get it it's that purple icon that says podcast and you just click on that button and you go search for y'all show and you just hit the subscribe button it's free of charge and you can stay on top of every show we do it will come automatically to your ipad or iphone with the click of a button it's the y'all show itunes podcast now that's not the only cool thing to tell you about. We're also on TuneIn Radio, the app for that. And we are now part of the iHeartRadio app. A lot of people listen to radio stations. They listen to podcasts in the iHeartRadio app. And we're right there now. And we encourage you, however you want to find us, either on some great radio stations across the South or some of these apps and such, we're just glad that you could take some time out here on today's y'all show and any future or past shows you can catch on these apps and more all right let's start a look at what's going on in the south and as we alerted you earlier this week there the man in texas who was convicted for killing uh, dragging to death a black man back in the 90s john william king received lethal injection on wednesday in huntsville texas and has died as a result of his killing of James Bird Jr. 21 years ago. Now, Bird was chained to the back of a truck and dragged for nearly three miles. And this man, who was 49 years old, he was alive for at least two miles before his body was ripped to pieces in the early morning hours of June 7th, 1998. And one of the three men who was convicted of killing this Texas man some 21 years ago John William King put to death last night in one of the most awful hate crimes we've seen in our country in a long, long time. The other man, part of that trio, was put to death, I think, a couple of years ago. And another man did some kind of plea and will serve life sentences. But we'll uh, put this one behind us now. But what a gruesome story. And I know that was terrible. Aren't you glad that we don't have more of these things? I mean, you would think in today's world where there's a lot of hate, there's no doubt. 
there's terrible things happen. People get killed all the time. But I remember this case. And I'm sure if you're like me, you remember this thing because it was so awful. And I hate it happened. I hate that Mr. Bird lost his life. It's terrible. But if there's any good that can come out of it, I don't know of too many other gruesome murders other than your Dylan Roofs of the world who did what he did. I know there's senseless killings all the time. I'm not trying to make light of what happened 21 years ago, but uh, I guess we have progressed. You have to admit me, admit on today's show that I think, luckily, we're not talking about something even worse than that that's happened in all these years, other than Dylan Roof and other racially motivated crimes, but other than Dylan Roof killing, was it nine people in Charleston? I don't know of anything that, that that's really happened too bad in the South. Now, we've had plenty of senseless school shootings and things like that, all of which is terrible. Killing of any kind is inexcusable. As human beings, we're going to get mad. I, I get it. But to kill, it's, it's one of the Ten Commandments, y'all. You're not supposed to kill. And therefore, I'm not making any any kind of excuses. I'm just saying... If anything good in in today's world that we can say based on the fact that the man died last night, I guess I'm not continuing to read stories like this. And that's a good thing, is it not? Yes, I think so. President Trump is trying to put an end to the opioid crisis that's going on in the whole country and world, frankly. And on Wednesday, he and First Lady of Melania Trump, they, they got, did I say Lady First Lady, that's a good nickname. (laughs) Melania, First Lady, that's a good one. President Donald Trump and the First Lady got on Air Force One and flew to Atlanta for a summit, and he was part of this 2019 Prescription Drug Abuse and Heroin Summit that was going on in downtown Atlanta. The Trump administration has declared the opioid crisis a public health emergency and spending billions of dollars to ramp up efforts to stop opioid abuse in the country and he flew to atlanta and this is just ridiculous that i'm having to tell you this about 130 americans die every day from an opioid overdose and that's from the centers for disease control and prevention and nearly 70 percent of the 70,000 drug overdose deaths in 2017 involved an opioid and the first lady has made it a fight against opioids, a top priority in her national campaign to help children be best. Again, President Trump and Melania flying to Atlanta on Wednesday, trying to bring an end to this crisis that we have in the country. Well, President Trump's also weighing in on Tennessee as he's encouraged the volunteer state to pass a school voucher bill and treat, he tweeted Wednesday that Tennessee was close to passing school choice And all children deserve a shot at achieving the American dream. And this comes after Republican Governor Bill Lee is now backing a voucher-style legislation expanding the amount of taxpayer dollars that can be used to pay for private schools and other expenses. Under Governor Lee's proposal in Nashville, parents of students in certain low-performing school districts could receive up to $7,300 in state funds but they would need to have incomes below the federal property level. Now, let me tell you, as I'm right here in the shadow of the State House of Tennessee in Nashville here today on today's show, I am all about trying to better our educational system. If you will let me vent here for a minute. 
I am not in favor of vouchers. And the reason is, look, I love private schools. I didn't go to one. I went to a private kindergarten. But my whole K through 12 and even my college years and my postgraduate studies, all at public schools. And I think public schools, when they work, are wonderful. I think private schools are awesome. And if you have a kid at a private school or you went to a private school, you go above and beyond to, to get your child through that or go through it because you got to pay out of your own pocket and a lot of things just aren't given to you. Now, I like that because guess what? Uncle Sam's not trying to get in your business because you're private. When you start opening up yourself for government money to flow in in a private school, it's going to screw things up. And so if you're a private school and you can't make it and you need the government's help, then you shouldn't be in existence. That That's how I feel about it, because I love private schools. I, I love what they do. But part of the reason I like them, because they don't have that government interference. And if they want to be ultra religious, as some of uh, some of them are, or they want to have a certain, let's say, race. Um, that's not true. Well, let's be honest. A lot of private schools are heavily one race versus another. Is that legal? Well, they, most of them get away with it because you got to pay to go there. But there's certainly private schools out there that are all for one gender. And I like that. I like as a guy who went to a all-male college, which at the time was public, but the Supreme Court ruled that we had to allow women in the 90s. I hated that. I still don't like it. I'll never get over it. But guess what? There was a there was something that the Citadel and VMI could have done and still been single-gender schools. You know what that would have been? They could have become private. But they didn't have the money. And they also said that wasn't in their role as the State Military College of Virginia and South Carolina. And so... Shame on them for, I guess, not having that desire, even though I would like to maybe have kept it all male. But I, I still see the role of them being a school that is for the defense of the state and country. That's why they were created. So, again, I am no fan of a, the voucher thing. If you want to get government money, that's just going to allow people who would normally not go to your school go there. And that's just just not a good mix. That's just good. And I'm sorry if you don't agree with me. You're welcome to comment. 803-816-1170. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm a fan of what the private schools do. But if a private school or if they're the ones pushing this for their own survival, shame on them. Uh, they, they should have done a better job. And I know we've lost a lot of private schools out there. A lot of them have just had to shut down because Look, as I said, they have a lot more to have to deal with than a public school. They've got to raise money for everything. I mean, tuition's one thing. If you were a private school student, it's all the other stuff that you weren't necessarily budgeting when you have a child in a private school. And so, look, here's my thing. If you, if you want to send your kid to a private school, but you don't have the money, instead of going and trying to get into voucher, just move. That's how I feel. If you if you really need to send them to a private school, maybe you should find a better school district for your child if, if that's a possibility and therefore improve their education. Again, we, we're all trying to do the right thing and get our kids as good of an education as possible. But 
sorry, President Trump, I like you in a lot of ways. And I'm a, I'm a hardcore conservative, but I just don't think school vouchers are a good thing. Am I allowed to say that here on the Y'all Show? Well, I just did. Again, if you don't like it, 803-816-1170. And that is my best political analysis today. But let me tell you one other thing. Speaking of President Trump, I was tuning in last night. The big story was an op-ed that Hillary Clinton wrote in the Washington Post that's out where she's weighing in on the Mueller report and such. And Hillary, we don't need to hear from you, okay? You have your own problems and you just need to back off, <laughs> as Melania, our uh, first lady, would say, be best. And it would be best for you to just kind of uh, go off into retirement for a while. You know it's got to be hurting her right now with all the Democratic contenders, some 20 of them. Joe Biden supposedly making a jump into the race today. You know it's killing her. You know she should thought she should be right there on Pennsylvania Avenue as commander-in-chief. But uh, Hillary, sorry, got news for you. You ain't. Uh, by the way, we're going to be talking about Hillary's daughter. She was in Memphis the other day. We'll tell you about that coming up in a few minutes, so don't miss out on Chelsea Clinton news. Hey, let's tell you about measles. This is a story that's continuing to get a lot of traction in the country, and I'm going to attribute it to the case of the Jewish students up in the Long Island area of New York. Remember, I guess they were very uh, hardcore with their religion and they wouldn't get measles shots. And so that's helped lead to a resurgence of measles. But now in the U.S., measles have climbed to their highest level in 25 years, about 700 cases this year in a resurgence largely attributed to misinformation that's turning parents against vaccines. And that's what happened there with the Jewish students, I think Orthodox students around Long Island and New York City. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said 695 cases had been reported in 22 states this year. And as of that was as of yesterday, and that was up from 626 reported Monday. And this makes the country's worst year for measles since 1994. And the cases evidently are likely to get higher and higher, even though we have vaccines out there. So parents, I think you need to be very careful of this. Measles is most, uh, it causes fever, runny nose, cough, and a rash all over the body. A very small fraction of those infected can suffer complications such as pneumonia and a dangerous swelling of the brain. That That's good news there. So keep an eye on it. It's, uh, it's it's nasty stuff out there. And again, it's at its highest mark in 25 years. Measles going on around the country right now. A Tennessee man beat an infant to death after discovering that he wasn't the child's father. This happened in Memphis. Police there said Jose Garcia, a 33-year-old, is now charged with murder and the death of a four-month-old Alexander Chacon. News outlets cited an affidavit of a complaint that says officers responded on April 12th to a report of an unresponsive infant, and the baby was taken to a Memphis-area hospital and pronounced dead from blunt force trauma to the head. And now this man is being charged after killing the baby, allegedly after finding out that he wasn't the child's father. It's a tough story coming from Shelby County, Tennessee. Another tough story, a Florida man stabbed his nephew for hogging the bathroom, 72-year-old man there in Volusia County. Authorities said that he stabbed his nephew because he was just taking too long in the water closet. And the sheriff's deputies 
found 29-year-old victim with wounds in his stomach and back. And investigators said the victim lives in his vehicle in his father's driveway and that his father allows him to use the bathroom. And when he went in, his, his was about to get in the shower when his uncle, Dan Johnson, Dan Johnson, and his that's the uncle, started banging on the bathroom door, complaining he'd been in there for too long. And the victim said he opened the door and was stabbed repeatedly with a knife. And the investigators said Johnson said the victim had taken a step toward him. Johnson was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and being held without bond. Good news is the nephews expected to survive, but a tough story coming from the Sunshine State. Here's a story coming from Florida as well. Cattle ranchers in Florida are blaming Florida's booming population and urban sprawl for their dying industry. And if you know anything about Florida's 500-year history of cattle, it's been one of the largest states in the country for producing beef and other things like uh, meat and dairy that's distributed across the globe and now ranchers in florida they're not very happy with the way that i guess the urban sprawl has happened in their state and in the state of florida it's a billion dollars worth of cattle meat and dairy across the globe each year and it's now threatened a beef cattle specialist at the University of Florida, Matt Hersom, said Florida, in fact, is where the beef cattle industry in the United States started in St. John's County when Ponce de Leon brought cattle in. I did not know that, but cattle and the agrarian lifestyle of cattle ranchers in Florida certainly having a tough time in that state with all the people moving there. And I guess it would be a nice place for to be a cow compared to other parts of the country, perhaps. We've got more headlines from across Dixie. When we come back, we'll tell you about Chelsea Clinton and her trip to Memphis here the last couple of days. Plus, sadly, the loss of a former Ole Miss basketball great who went on to star in the ABA and the NBA. Also, from Oklahoma, the last one of the last monolingual Cherokee speakers has died at the age of 88. We'll tell you about that when our headlines continue. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T dot com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. 
This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. We're back. It's the Y'all Show as we continue with a look at headlines from across the region. Again, our number is 803-816-1170. And in Georgia, a mother there has pleaded guilty to killing her husband and four children 35-year-old Isabel Martinez pleaded guilty but mentally ill to five counts of murder and other charge. She was sentenced to life sentences times five with the possibility of parole plus 21 years. And this woman who lived in the suburban Atlanta area, she was charged and pleaded to fatally stabbing her husband and four children and again injuring another daughter in July 2017. She attacked her nine-year-old and killed her 33-year-old husband, as well as a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a seven-year-old, and a 10-year-old. Just a horrible thing there in Metro Atlanta, but she's now pleaded guilty to killing her husband plus, plus the four children. Fire has damaged the historic courthouse in Loudoun, Tennessee. This is the Loudoun County Courthouse, and I saw a video of this pop up over the couple last couple of hours and it's a very, very sad thing to see. This was a courthouse built in the 1870s. It's on the National Register of Historic Places. Cause of the fires under investigation. But this is in East Tennessee, not far from Knoxville. And a crew's arrived at the Lawton County Courthouse on Tuesday evening and had to call for backup as flames just took over this courthouse. A beautiful structure there in East Tennessee and caused significant damage and sadly this comes just a week after what happened in paris at notre dame cathedral there and kind of brought a little bit of that back here this week with this terrible fire there in loudon tennessee at the courthouse 
March Madness college basketball may be behind us, but hey, it won't be long before it'll be back in 2020. And big news for Atlanta. Atlanta, no surprise, this has been kind of known for a while. It's going to host the Division One Men's Basketball Championship at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in April of 2020. But how about this? Atlanta is going to have three different basketball championships going on roughly at the same time. Okay, so the big boys are going to have their championship at Mercedes Benz at the Benz. But just down the street, literally at State Farm Arena, you'll have the NCAA Division two II and three men's basketball championships going on that same weekend. So if you like Final Four and college basketball, and you live right here in the South, you're going to be in for a wonderful couple of days with big-time basketball going on college-wise. Unfortunately, the Atlanta Hawks just can't seem to get things going if you like the Hawks of the NBA. But at least from a college basketball stand, it's going to be wonderful. Of course, this is right down the street from the College Football Hall of Fame. So football, basketball, big-time, and the ATL. Grant Hill is on the board there of the basketball ambassador of the Atlanta Hawks, and he helped kind of announce this, saying that he was proud to represent the city of Atlanta and serve as the ambassador for the year of basketball. But that's wonderful news for basketball fans and uh, hopefully driving more tourism to Atlanta in April of 2020. More basketball news, and this comes from the SAD department. Former Ole Miss basketball star Johnny Newman has died of cancer at the age of 68. Now, Newman was probably the best basketball player in the history of this SEC school. As a sophomore, which was his only year playing for the Johnny Rebs, he averaged 40.1 points per game en route to SEC Player of the Year honors. And he had two different times that season, two 60-point games in his only year in the 1969-70 time period. He left Ole Miss after that one year to pursue a professional career, and he ended up playing in his hometown of Memphis for the Memphis Tams of the American Basketball Association, you know, the league that Will Ferrell kind of parodied in semi-pro that movie from several years ago but johnny newman who after the aba went on to play for the la lakers and utah jazz and then kind of went into a crazy career where he coached in all kind of foreign countries and there was a wonderful sec network documentary about him a couple of years ago and the neat thing about johnny newman even though he left oxford and Ole miss way 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 back to go off to the professional route He came back at 65 years old to the University of Mississippi, and he completed his degree in general studies, and that was always a goal of his, to to come back and get a college degree from his alma mater. So a great feat there for Johnny Newman, who's died now at the age of 68 after a battle with, with cancer. More sad news. This comes to us from Fort Lee, Virginia, where a decorated Army colonel who deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan He's now dead after helping a stranded motorist. Colonel Gregory S. Townsend was driving in the northern Virginia area when he stopped to help a motorist change a tire, and the vehicle ended up falling on him, and he he died this week. He was commander of the 23rd Quartermaster Brigade at the U.S. Army Quartermaster School at Fort Lee in Virginia, and his death is devastating to those in the family and the Army, according to the General there at Fort Lee, General Douglas McBride, Jr. Townsend joined the Army in 1996 after graduating from Auburn University. Again, he served in Iraq and Afghanistan. 
arriving at Fort Lee in 2017. And his awards include the Defense Superior Service Medal and a Bronze Star. And this colonel helping out, being a, a good Southerner and a good Samaritan, Colonel Gregory Townsend, dead now after that gesture. Sad news from Cherokee land in Oklahoma. Mac Van, he's among the last members of the Cherokee Nation who spoke and understand the Cherokee, Cherokee language and only the Cherokee language. He's now dead at the age of 88. This is in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. His nephew said his uncle died this week from pneumonia while undergoing treatment of an ongoing heart condition. And he would greet visitors, Mac Van Wood, with the word asoyo, which is the Cherokee word for hello. And he was a descendant of Andrew Ross, who was the brother of Cherokee Chief John Ross, who led the Cherokee tribe down the Trail of Tears from its ancestral home in Georgia to eastern Oklahoma. He said in 2014 that he learned some English in school, but quit after the fourth grade to help with the family farm and slowly forgot how to speak it. <laughs> this Oklahoman who would not understand what I'm saying right now because he pretty much only spoke Cherokee. He's passed away at the age of 88. Isn't that a sad but kind of neat story that this man lived his whole life essentially only speaking the Cherokee language? And we need to preserve all of our southern Indian tribes of which we have, of course, in the Cherokees, they have a presence not only in Oklahoma, but in eastern or rather western North Carolina and Cherokee, North Carolina. They have a nice, what is it, the eastern band of the of the Cherokee Indians are located there. And we also have Choctaws and I guess some Chickasaw Indians here in the south as well and other tribes. We want to preserve all that southern, the south and our American Indian history here is something we are very proud of. And if we need to do everything we can to promote it. We also need to promote country music. We try to do that here on the Y'all Show a good bit. This story comes from right here in Nashville. On Wednesday, it was announced that Gray Television is partnering up with the Grand Ole Opry to create programming dedicated to the country lifestyle. Essentially, what they're doing is creating what's called a DigiNet and over-the-top channel app that will feature country music artists and their hobbies and love of music. It's pretty much going to be a 50-50 joint venture that will link Opry Entertainment's network of entertainment venues along with Gray, who has a strong local television and digital presence. Essentially, those sub-channels you might have if you live in a market where Gray Television is located, you're going to find this new digital channel. In fact, I think they're going to kick off some, or I should say kick out, other channels that might be on their sub-channels in some of their markets. And I don't have a list of all the markets that Gray has a presence in in the South, but another country option, perhaps, if you love country music like I do, this is going to launch in mid-2020, and it's going to be a premium service there. But uh, good news, if you like country music, there's another option that looks coming down the, coming down the old turnpike, or should I say down, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of a turnpike closest to Opryland where where the Grand Ole Opry is, I guess Donaldson Pike is uh, pretty close enough, okay? Uh, all right, let's talk about the other side of Tennessee. Memphis is where we go, and first daughter emeritus Chelsea Clinton was in Memphis on Tuesday promoting her new children's book about endangered animals, and she said the last time she visited the Memphis Zoo was three decades ago as a child when her family lived in Little Rock. Chelsea, you got to get back to Memphis. The Memphis Zoo, by the way, right in the heart of Midtown Memphis, is is really a fantastic zoo. If you haven't been there, 
it is it's incredible and the money that's gone in there to support it is pretty incredible too now chelsea clinton's visit was part of her nationwide book tour and she spoke about the importance of saving animals her famous parents and the 2020 presidential race which i don't think she's signed up for it yet but uh you, you just never know you know i guess chelsea clinton's got just as much a chance to win as her mom hillary in 2020 if hillary decides she wants wants to jump in the race but chelsea clinton back in the mid-south attending a book reading there at the memphis Zoo. and again i encourage you to check it out if you get a chance let's go back to the state that chelsea grew up in arkansas for our last headline of the day a 97 year old from fort smith jesse Pittman, has just been crowned arkansas state queen and this was during the arkansas health care association pageant Pittman said i told everybody i would lose it you know so the next thing i knew was i had some pretty flowers in my hands and something went on my head and guess what it was so i had to clap my hands just a little bit she says she's in disbelief from her crowing and she's just so happy there again the arkansas state queen in hot springs <laughs> congratulations to fort smith 97 year old beauty queen jesse Pittman good story here to wrap up our headlines from across the south hey we've got some good events for you to attend this week hey you got catfish on your mind head to paris tennessee we'll tell you about it and we've got some other really neat festivals going on it's festive south it's coming up next y'all stay with us Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text FIRM to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text FIRM to 84888. That's F-I-R-M to 84888. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms. Unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. 
Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in. Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back. It's y'all. It's talk with a darn proud Southern accent. We're so glad you could take some time out here on this Thursday edition to learn what's going on across the Southland. And hey, if you got the kind of, you know, urge to get out and see the Southland here as we work our way to May 1st, well, we have some awesome festivals going on this very weekend and even into next week that we're going to tell you all about right here in what we call Festive South. And let's start off with in Paducah, Kentucky, going on this weekend. It's the Spring AQS Quilt Week. If you want to learn about quilting, head to the Quilt City USA event going on in Paducah, Kentucky, this very weekend. Beaufort, North Carolina, this weekend. It's the Beaufort Wine and Food Festival, one of Eastern North Carolina's premier culinary events. It's raised more than $700,000 for charities and nonprofits since its start back in 2004. A five-day event. And it's heading into its 15th year this year. The Beaufort, North Carolina Wine and Food Festival. Going on this weekend in Lafayette, Louisiana. It's the Festival International de Louisiane. And you can go there and find out all about Lafayette's unique area and the music there and the food and more. Check it out. It's the Festival International de Louisiane going on in Lafayette in southwest Louisiana. Vidalia, Georgia's got the Vidalia Onion Festival. Oh, you know you want some good Vidalia sweet onions. Well, you can go have onions aplenty this weekend at the Onion Festival there in, I guess you would call that South Georgia, as Vidalias are, are just wor- world-renowned, and they've been featured on the Food Network and more, and it's a really fun Fun festival going on in Vidalia this weekend. Bowling Green, Kentucky this weekend has the Gypsy Moon Marketplace. The website gypsymoonmarketplace.com. It's a multi-day barn sale held twice a year, and they've got it going on this weekend in the Corvette capital of the world. Huntsville, Alabama this weekend. Go there for the Panoply Arts Festival at downtown Huntsville's Big Spring Park. This is one of the Southeast premier arts weekends, and it brings a bunch of people there to North Alabama for this event. also want to remind you, this weekend in Oxford, Mississippi, which is where we were last week, it's the Double Decker Arts Fest going on on the square, and Jason Isbell is going to be performing a free concert as part of that. So Oxford in North Mississippi this weekend, it's Double Decker. Going on this weekend also in Cumming, Georgia, it's Boulder Dash 5K. 10k that it's a a big race that goes on there it's the 10th anniversary of the boulder dash in coming there in forsyth county georgia and then coming up this weekend you have the blessing of the fleet and seafood festival 
in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, just across the Charleston Harbor from Charleston, South Carolina. That is all going on this weekend. I want to give you a heads up of what's going on next weekend before you tell you about what's going on in Paris, Tennessee this weekend. Coming up next weekend in Alpharetta, not far from Cumming, Georgia, you got Taste of Alpharetta going on May 2nd. In Cameron, North Carolina, May 3rd through the 4th, it's the Cameron Antique Festival. In Columbus, Mississippi, going on next weekend, it's the Market Street Festival. Got a lot of musical acts and Market Street After Dark held there right along the Tennessee Tom Big B River in Columbus, Mississippi. That's going on next weekend. Also next weekend in Westlake, Louisiana, it's the Westlake Family Food and Fun Festival. Check that out. And you also have going on in Gay, Georgia next week, it's Cotton Picking Fair. And that is an event that started way back in 1972, and that's taking place next weekend in the town of Gay, G-A-Y, Georgia. CPFair.org is the website to learn more information. And also want to tell you what's going on this weekend. It's in Paris, Tennessee. It's the world's largest fish fry helping this very weekend in Paris. Paris is kind of halfway between, let's say, Nashville and Memphis, but kind of go up a little bit. It's a little bit further north, and it is a really, really beautiful spot right on the Tennessee River. And they've got this big fish fry, catfish aplenty. And here's a little video I found kind of promoting Paris and that area of Tennessee, and that area that kind of separates Middle Tennessee from West Tennessee. You get this weekend going on for the next few days. It's the world's biggest fish fry in Paris, and let's learn more about what's going on in Paris. Paris, Tennessee is a special place. Locals are fond of saying that all roads lead to Paris. And it's true. Located just two hours between Nashville and Memphis, we're nestled near the banks of the second largest man-made lake in the United States. And as you can imagine, folks are coming to our area from all over the country to enjoy our waters. Along with wetting a line, outdoor enthusiasts also enjoy learning about our native lands and creatures at our nearby Tennessee National Wildlife Refuge Visitor Center. Food and fun draw many folks down our roads during the world's biggest fish fry, a week-long celebration of catfish, community, and food. And we love our food. If you like local restaurants, we have plenty. Fans of local fare have been finding the roads to our mouth-watering sweets, world-famous marinades, barbecue, and ham for decades. Did we mention that all this pairs nicely with our local wines and microbrew beers? The road to historic downtown Paris puts visitors in the middle of quaint retail shops, boutiques, antiques, and more, all centered around a charming court square featuring one of Tennessee's oldest working courthouses. We are the perfect place for a day trip of shopping, a weekend by the water, or a new place to call home. More important than any of our accomplishments or attractions, visitors will find families rooted in tradition and businesses founded on excellence. For more information, contact the Paris-Henry County Chamber of Commerce. We invite you to come experience Paris. We're just down the road. All right. Get your hot sauce and head to Paris, Tennessee for the world's biggest fish fry going on right now for a few more days. They even have a fish fry parade and more in Paris. And uh, just can't wait to get a full report on that. And probably not good for those of you who go see cardiologists on a regular basis to, to head to Paris. But hey, I won't tell you. I won't tell them if you end up going there. And that is a look at our Festive South. What is going on in Dixie here this week and over the next couple of days? Should be some fun times for you if you 
get in the car and drive south. Hang on, we'll come back in hour two. We're going to have Haley Evans stop by. She has penned the brand new book, Hung Up, Why You Should Put the Phone Down, and other life advice. We've got Haley. We also have our SEC report and some info on the NFL draft, which is happening right here where we are today, Nashville, Tennessee. All that and more coming up in the second hour. Don't go anywhere. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee, home of tonight's NFL Draft, which will be a couple-of-day event that kicks off from Lower Broadway and 2nd Avenue in Music City, USA. We've got plenty of info coming up on the NFL Draft later this hour. We're going to tune in to our sister show that airs here in Middle Tennessee, 615 Sessions and A to Z Sports Nashville's Buck Rising. He's going to be on He's going to talk about the NFL draft, but he's got a special guest in Ryan Hurd. Ryan is a country music artist on RCA Records in Nashville and also the husband of a singer called Marin Morris. 
And they're going to talk about music and NFL football later this hour. You don't want to miss that. Plus, before we get to that interview, we're going to get our SEC spotlight. We've got some information that you want to know about in terms of the Southeastern Conference. We're in an SEC town today. We've got the SEC report coming up in the next segment. But right now on Y'all, which you can reach us here anytime you want, our number 803-816-1170. And our website is y'all, Y-A-L-L dot com. Want to hear from y'all. And we want to hear about all kinds of info, but we also want to get book suggestions sent to us. So let us know on our website or our number 803-816-1170. And hey, we got a suggestion for a great book that we're going to follow up on right now on the y'all show. We're going to take our little parade down to Knoxville for our guest who's coming on with us. Haley Evans lives in Knox County, Tennessee, and she has authored the brand new book, Hung Up, Why You Should Put the Phone Down and Other Life Advice. I'm telling you, if you are addicted to your phone or you've got a loved one or perhaps a little one that is constantly on the phone and you're getting all the alerts and if you're like me, you get on that phone some and your hands start hurting and you can't sleep sometimes because of it, then this book is just for you. And we're welcoming in the author of Hung Up, Why You Should Put the Phone Down and Other Life Advice. Hello, Haley Evans. Welcome to the Y'all Show. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me on. All right. You're not holding it back that I'm talking to you via telephone, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. Absolutely not. And right. Actually, I'm glad you bring up the point. So let me first say this is not a book that is anti-smartphone. It is not. In fact, I love my phone. I I could be accused of having a crush on my phone. I definitely have a crush on my Bitmoji. So you're, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you're getting <laughs> ahead of me now. You're, you got a crush on your what? My Bitmoji. What is that? Do you know what a bit? Uh, your your Bitmoji is kind of your um your brand, the the little person you can develop that's got your hair color and your eyes and your persona, and you can dress her up. It's like a paper doll from the olden days and you can use her to do all sorts of little things on your phone and mine's pretty cute <laughs> and wh- how do you use it so you can you know um gosh my little bit emoji could have a little sign saying good morning y'all or you know hope you're having a good day happy easter and you can cut and paste that bit emoji into a text and fire it off to your friends okay well i was goofing <laughs> around the other day trying i'm actually trying to come up with something cool and i've downloaded two things it might be similar to what you're talking about but i wasn't overwhelmed overwhelmed by either one of these one's called emoji me the other one's called face emoji now tell me which one you're using okay i don't know either of those the only one i know is bitmoji but i'll tell you i'm kind of as my kids say like i'm behind the times on the phone for sure so i'm i'm quite certain that a girlfriend probably took my phone and helped me make my bitmoji sometime Well, I'll have to look into those. Well, that's the kind of stuff we need to share with everybody here. Whether you know it, I know it. we got to let everybody get kind of on board this 21st century train. <laughs> yeah, we do. But you know what? More importantly, I think we've got to also figure out how to manage this 21st century train so that it doesn't run us over. Because I think right now we're all kind of in limbo of, of how to manage the phone because it. It's totally inundated our lives, um, and we're so reliant on and even obsessed with it. So we've got to figure out how to better, better manage it so that – I love the way you put it. That train doesn't totally run us over. Yeah. Well, I like your segue, by the way. Good job there. <laughs> 
Haley, how long has this been going on? Is it because of the advent of smartphones? Has this been going on for a couple of hundred years since Alexander Graham Bell got this thing going? <laughs> Do you know, I think it definitely coincides with the the prevalence and rise of people having specifically the smartphone. Um, you know, the, the, the phone, the smartphone was invented to make our lives easier. It's simpler. It's convenient. Um, I joke in the book, you know, that we can do in a, in a day's time, what, or I should say in a few minutes, what would have taken a day's time, you know, not a decade ago, we can pay a parking ticket, order groceries, get a birthday present, you know, ship something buy postage, literally in a matter of minutes on our phone. But the irony in that is that while we're accomplishing so much in such a short amount of time when we would have had to run to the post office, run to the city county building, run to the grocery store, but we don't feel more accomplished. You know, our country is more depressed and more stressed than we've ever been. People feel so overwhelmed and inundated with all they're trying to accomplish. And when you step back, a lot of it I should say the phone is a catalyst to so much of that because it has forced us in a way to live in a really disruptive and destructive manner. You know, I I wrote an article about the fact that we hold as parents, and I'm not sure if you're a parent, but I'm sure if not, you know, someone who has kids, you know, we hold our, our kids, especially here in the South, to certain manners, right? We expect them to say, excuse me, yes, ma'am. Um, you know, if they interrupt us, you know, we, mom, 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 you know, we stop to say, are you okay? Is this an emergency? Are you bleeding? But then if they're not, we'll tell them, you know, not it's not polite to interrupt sweet pea you know mom's on the phone or mom's talking to a friend or mom's on the on a teleconference for work but we don't hold our phones to the same standards john it pings and we jump whether we are having a conversation with a friend at lunch with a spouse or even helping a child with homework it pings and we jump and 99 percent of the time that ping is time sensitive or it's action required on our part. And we literally have to throw on the brakes of that train we're on and handle this action required, something that takes us down a rabbit hole. And what scares me is that when that happens, they say, and there's a ton of research out there, that when you interrupt an activity to to address a ping on your phone, it can take up to 25 minutes for you to fully re-engage in what it was you were doing before. And we just can't live that way. And it honestly, like I said at the beginning, like the book is not anti-smartphone. I'm just sad. Like I'm sad as a mom that that's how I live. Constantly ping-ponging back and forth from one activity to the next instead of being able to give my girlfriend, a coworker, my husband, or especially my child, my full undivided attention. And it it just breaks my heart because we don't have to live this way. But as a society, that's how we've chosen to live. There's a universal expectation that your phone never be away from your body. And then an accompanying expectation that you respond immediately or almost immediately to every notification you get. Something's got to change, John. It's got to. You're listening to The Y'all Show with John Rawl. And we're also known as the smartphone confession time <laughs> and Haley I'm I'm 
I hope you don't have any cliffs near you because you're, you, it sounds like you're getting a little close to that cliff here on today's show. <laughs> Haley Evans is our guest. She wrote the book, Hung Up, Why You Should Put the Phone Down and Other Life Advice. And you know what Haley's saying is exactly the case for you, and you can't help it. And you never, I guess until hearing you say that, just about every time, you're absolutely right. Every time you get some kind of chirp or you called it a ping or whatever you've got set up on your phone, You've got to answer back, and if you don't, people get their feelings hurt. Or they think you're rude or disinterested. Or or dead. Or dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's a very good point that you bring up, and I think everybody's got to read this book. I've been reading some of the feedback that people have given your book, Haley, and and one person writes, every single 16-year-old person should have to read before taking (laughs) – this uh their driver's license exam they want you they want every single 16 year old to read your book this book will save lives thank you haley wow that's awesome so make that a a requirement across the south that you gotta you gotta first read hung up why you should put the phone down and other life advice from author haley evans then you can get your driver's license (laughs) that's right and you know the other thing john is i hope that people will take the big hang up seven-day challenge in the back of the book because the first thing you've got to do after you read the book because the book's going to be the why why should you want and need to do better read the book i'll tell you but the big hang up seven-day challenge is going to give you easy steps to start to better manage your phone habits and it starts with we need as a society and john i hope you'll get the conversation started we need to set a, a set of universally accepted etiquette guidelines for how and when we text or communicate and then how and when we're expected to respond. If we could talk about what is appropriate for a text, because I say it shouldn't be action required or time sensitive. That's not fair because then you're, again, it just perpetuates the fact that you've got to immediately respond, which means you've got to always have that phone nearby. So could something be better handled by a phone call? I know that's old fashioned. Could it be better handled, you know, by email? But I discuss all these things, but it's not enough for me to preach it. I need other people to feel so passionate about their time, their mind, and their engagement that they want to get the conversation started, too, about how we can start to shift this huge monster, which is the text messaging age we excuse me, we live in, and start to communicate differently. It really could be that simple. Well, you bring up a good point, Haley, and has texting made our society, in your opinion, maybe you covered and hung up, wimps? Are we scared to talk to people in the flesh? Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. It's like you say, pick up the phone and call someone, and my 13-year-old son faints. Pick up the phone and call someone? Yes, we have. We've be- Well, we've become wimpy. Yeah, we can say things on text we would never, ever in a million years dream of saying out loud. But it's also we have... We have, oh gosh, we don't cherish that person-to-person contact anymore, Um, and especially our kids. I mean, like I said, I mentioned my 13-year-old. You know, last night, I go upstairs. I said, what are you doing? Because they're off for school for Good Friday, so we let him stay up later. He's like, I'm talking to Meredith. I'm like, oh gosh. And I'm like, but your phone's not on. He's like, well, we're texting. They're just sitting there texting back and forth. I said, pick up the phone and call that young girl. Call her and talk to her. Hear her voice and her laugh, and they think you're crazy. 
Yeah, well, I'm, that I, makes me sad too. <laughs> I guess the folks at the phone company that used to make money off the party line and or the kids' <laughs> children's phone, it, it used to be in phone books. It would have like somebody's home yeah. and children's phone. <laughs> it sure did. I had one of those. No way. What a spoiled child you were. <laughs> did you put it to hey, good I was use? The oldest. Oh, okay. So I was always the most hardworking. I had like three jobs when I was fifteen. Come on now, John. Well, I had about four jobs when I was fifteen. <laughs> so, and radio was one of them. I want to ask okay. you. We talk about the the fact that remember in the days when you were a kid on that children's phone. Remember how if you didn't have a children's phone, one reason people like your parents probably got one is the kids would get on the phone when they got home from school and they would stay on the darn phone for three or four hours. <laughs> That's right. They sure they sure would. Well, nothing's changed there. The kids still get on, but they're they're hiding up in their room or up in the playroom on their cell phone. Well, we got to stop. And I'm telling you, that's that is the most heartbreaking because it is. It's not anecdotal and it's not theoretical anymore. There is hard black and white scientific evidence that says that kids and adults too that spend excessive amounts of time online have a chemical imbalance in their brain that induces anxiety stress, depression, and while it's difficult to prove causality, they say the rise in smartphone use and the rise in anxiety, depression, and suicide absolutely coincide. Mm. So if you don't care, you need to care because it is, it's impacting the chemical imbalances in our kids' brains, and they have enough on their plates. We don't need to add fuel to a fire. Going through adolescence is hard enough. You have to physically take the phone away, set up boundaries and guidelines in your household. And, and you have to, and people say, well, I don't really know what to do. They're always on the phone. Well, you, you, yes, you do. You're their mother. You are their father. You set up guidelines and, and they have to follow those mm-hmm. because it's for their health. It's for their mental health and well-being. We have to do better. Yes. We have to. And the amazing thing about these smartphones they're so easy to control because you can literally track people with them if you uh-huh. have that ability. You can also shut the darn thing off. <laughs> and, sure in fact, is. if it's not just phones causing problems, you can shut off your Wi-Fi at your house, and <laughs> yes. it, that will that will definitely affect people. That that is the perfect discipline method that more parents need to be using. Just shut the Wi-Fi off. It, it might even affect the parent. But hey, if you love your child, you're going to do whatever it takes to keep that thing and i know a lot of kids you you may cover it in your book hung up why you should put the phone down and other life advice so many children are obsessed with video games which some of these are on phones but so many kids now let video games control their life and there's a great solution to that shut off the wi-fi there is and you know the other thing talking about kids that you want to just be like a knife to the heart is this social media and one of my favorite uh, no 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 Haley I think you oh. got it wrong it's socialist media <laughs> oh I knew I liked you John okay so fine we'll go with that socialist media but so my favorite chapter of the whole book is called if a tree falls in the woods and I think it is this concept of if a tree falls in the woods does it make a sound well I say absolutely but if you do something good on social media and nobody likes it i'm making air quotes here likes it does it still count and again i say absolutely and when you look at this generation of children and you look at the fact that they have grown up posting their deepest thoughts and every move on social media and then sit back and wait to tally up the likes that they get 
we have allowed these children and ourselves, John, I have friends and ourselves to place ourselves and our self-esteem on social media for the world to validate. And when you look outside of yourself for validation, that, that to me is just, that is all wrong because you could totally end up being validated by the wrong people for the wrong things. You know, we have to let our kids know. And again, this is not, I'm not anti-social media either because people would say, this girl's, you know, talking out of both sides of her mouth. Of course, I have advertised my book on social media. I use that as a platform, but I use it very sparingly and I don't spend a lot of time on there. Now, a lot of it is personality. So I don't want anyone out there who's posting their kids home run or, you know, their scholastic academic achievements to feel bad. No, a lot of that is personality. But I will say when it comes to our children, they need to know that when they do something good, it doesn't matter. I just heard a ping. I just heard a ping. I'm I'm totally getting pinged. Am I on a group text? Don't don't you look Uh, at it. Don't you look at it. I wouldn't even think of looking at it. I am so focused on this conversation. So again, I... (laughs) We got to make sure our kids know that when they do something good, whether it's a home run, no matter what it is, that they need to crawl in bed at night with a sense of satisfaction because their worth is innate. They were worthy the day they were born. They are special, maybe not to the world, but certainly to us, their mom and their dad, and that it doesn't matter if anybody else knows or likes about what they do. They are worthy. They are good. And, and they need to believe that. And I just fear looking, I'm not quite there yet. My kids don't have social media yet, but I've got friends, of course, that have teens and you wouldn't believe what these kids are going through. Mm-hmm. You know, I won't, I won't throw out names, but I did have a good friend whose daughter hiked the Appalachian trail and she's a funky, quirky, spunky girl, you know, redhead guitar playing, just an amazing young girl. She gets, you know, some likes. And then there's another girl who, uh, equally lovely young lady, you know, just, you know, your dream, you know, just a beautiful girl, a dancer, you know, she posts the burrito she eats for dinner at Chipotle and gets a gazillion likes. And it's hard for these kids to understand why, you know, you and I, I'm assuming we're in the, in the same generation, you and I, we could have probably guessed where we fell on the popularity ladder. I mean, I could have guessed, you know, I was kind of a dork. I was a reader and a writer, but, you know, I kind of knew where I fit. The kids today can tally it. They can add up their friends and their likes, and it's out there for the world to see. Mm. It breaks my heart. I just can't imagine how hard it must be to be a kid today. Haley Evans is our guest. She wrote the book, Hung Up, Why You Should Put the Phone Down, and Other Life Advice. And I think in our conversation here, we have determined that the sequel to that, and I may have (laughs) to help you co-write this, Haley, the sequel of this is Age Limit. (laughs) <laughs> are, are you familiar with that title and why that no. thought? age no. limit is the book that you and i maybe we need to write together that we should have an age limit on being able to use social media and or your <laughs> smartphones and you know what that age is should be in my opinion I'm, I'm, i've got to know what is it 18 i think if you're okay. over if you're over 18 you shouldn't even have a phone you shouldn't even have uh, social media i can't believe some of the people that are like my parents age who are constantly putting stuff on there stupid stuff the burrito type stuff you're talking about <laughs> and and people honestly it makes maniacs out of some people people that were the most boring people in their normal life they get on these facebook pages and other social media platforms and they become a whole different person <laughs> well, they sure do because you get to pick, 
you know, you, you get to pick who you want to be. You get to create your persona, you know, like the Bitmoji we were talking about at the beginning. You know, you get to, you know, the idea is to make it look like you pick the hair color, pick the eye, the clothes you wear. On, on social media, you can create yourself to be whoever you want. Your life is perfect and glorious and grand all the time. Well, it is. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> interesting. Now, how did you, why did you write this book? You know, I really did write the book because I am sad. I, you know, last, this time last year about, I was starting a new job, um, you know, a couple of months in, the kids are going back to school, like the rest of the world, you know, I'm trying to accomplish in a day's time what really is not feasible. And I just kept finding myself pecked to death by the ping in this darn phone, peck, 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 peck. And I felt like my brain, if you can kind of picture, had been slung from my head and tossed into a gravitron. And I felt like I was living in this constant, just disruptive state. And I would just get so sad at night to my husband, almost makes me want to cry. You know, I just say, I can't live this way anymore. I don't want to live this way anymore. Why is everything so hard? I said, I feel like my life is a set of fire drills. Hurry up, get the kids ready, get out to school, get to the door, get home, get supper going, get to the soccer field. And the whole time this phone is ping, 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 ping. And I just said, I, I'm so sad because I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Why? Why does it feel like it's so hard? And when I took a step back and really analyzed what I could say no to, what I could do better, it was the phone. And it all, I, honestly, we went to St. Martin, just my husband and I, the two of us, which we hadn't done that in forever because we had, we've got three kids real close together. We have twins and my phone didn't work in St. Martin. Like it didn't work. I could have bought an app to like FaceTime the children, you know, and we did, we used my husband's phone. And so for seven nights and eight days, I didn't have my phone. Now, granted, I was in the Caribbean staring at crystal blue water. That had something to do with the peace I felt. But honest to goodness, we landed, I turned my phone on and it was ping, 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 ping. And this like stress, I, I, I felt the ball of stress tighten up again. And I'm like, it's the phone. It's the phone. Like it's one thing to get your kids up for school and get breakfast started. It's another thing to get them on the bus or in the car and to school. It's another thing to go to work and do a good job there and come home and make supper. But it's another thing to have someone poking you. That's what I imagine. I, that ping of the phone to me is like me just sitting beside you and poking your shoulder. Hey, John, 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 John. <laughs> and it's most of hard. it is completely irrelevant, stupid, it's and not not important stupid and not important or it, it's like um so the other this other article i wrote that i'm just in love with because i think it is such a beautiful analogy i i called it something like please versus now manners in the digital age i said so essentially when we text someone you know hey john can i have your wife's white chicken chili recipe I'm at the grocery store. Can you send me your wife's white chicken chili recipe? Inherently, what I'm saying in that text is please, right, John? Oh, yes. can I please have your wife? But you know what I'm saying? Now, right now, I'm at the store. And then when you don't text me right back, what do I say? Uh, I'm at the register now. Do I need white beans or kidney beans? Uh, hello? And again, inherently, I'm, I am trying to sneak in a please. But what I really mean is now. So we just go around and say, now, next time my child asks me for milk, and I say, now, Eli, what do you say? What do we expect him to say? Please, please, mom, may I have some milk? Well, of course you can. So now he's going to start saying, now, can I have some milk? What do you say, Eli? Now. 
Hmm. If he did, my head would spin on my shoulders and I would say, excuse me, young man, try again. But what we're doing with this text is, again, we're saying now all the time. I'm at Costco. What was that cheese you had the other night? Text me back now is what we mean. We're not even treating each other with decent. Southern. You got to be Southern. You've got to be Southern. (laughs) Say, please, thank you. You know, so again, to send an action required text to somebody is like saying now. And that's just not polite. And it's just not okay. If you're going to make that white chicken and chili soup on Sunday, then text me on Friday. And say, I'm going to make your soup this week, and I'm so excited. When you get a chance, would you mind to send me that recipe? Because now, if I'm helping a child with homework or planting flowers in my backyard, I don't have to put the brakes on, stop what I'm doing, and respond back. That's just polite. That's just kindness. And that is that is what we've got to start talking about. When I say this universal, universally accepted set of etiquette guidelines, that's what I mean. And it starts, text? It, it starts with an age limit. No more texting or using I, the phone if you're 18 or above. <laughs> I'm going to have to give that some deep thought. I think that's a fascinating <laughs> idea. I love it. Haley, we appreciate you coming on. We invite everybody to go to Haley's website, thebighangup.com. You can go there and take the Big Hang Up 7-Day Challenge. She's also got a movement going on where you can sign a petition for Apple to add a personal, quote, do not disturb feature. Do all that there at her website, thebighangup.com. The book is called Hung Up, and we appreciate, Haley, you taking some time on your smartphone to talk with us here on The Y'all Show. It has been my pleasure, John. Thank you for having me. All right. When we come back, more of The Y'all Show, so you just stay tuned to your radio and or your beautiful, lovely smartphone, and keep it here on the show that's all about the South. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. 
Zysol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zysol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. From right here in Nashville, this is the Y'all Show, and hey, there's a lot of Wildcat fans of Kentucky here today as the NFL Draft is taking place in Music City, and that's where we find ourselves. In fact, kudos to UK. They put a big billboard in downtown Nashville to promote a guy that is expected to get his name called in tonight's NFL Draft. We'll tell you about that in just a second. In fact, stick around in this segment. It's our SEC Spotlight right now on the Y'all Show. We're going to tell you about various, various SEC folks who are expected to get their name called in the draft starting tonight, and we'll put our SEC slant on the NFL Draft as we broadcast from Music City. But we want to tell you about Kentucky football. Backup quarterback Gunnar Hoke is entering the transfer portal He announced this earlier this week on Twitter. He has two years of eligibility remaining and will graduate in May and would be able to play for another team if he chose to do so. Sophomore Terry Wilson started for UK last season and he led the Wildcats to a 10 and 3 record and a 5 and 3 mark in the SEC. Not bad for coach Mark Stoops. And coach Stoops has kind of been noncommittal about Hoke's role on the team for next year. And so Hoke was proactive and has decided that he's going to take his talent and go play somewhere else. He played in five games for UK last season, completing 13 of 26 passes for 167 yards, two touchdowns, and one INT. Gunnar Hoke, that's G-U-N-N-A-R-H-O-A-K, entering transfer portal and is expected to play elsewhere this year. Greg Sankey is the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, and he said it's too early to tell for sure if the transfer portal, the aforementioned transfer portal, is a net positive for college athletics. And Sankey doesn't need more data, he says, to see that the NCAA is not denying as many waiver requests for athletes wanting to head to another school. Sankey said that's a bit of an understatement there. He said this at a regional meeting of the AP Sports Editors at a league headquarters in Birmingham on Monday of this week. And Sankey says he thinks that this creates difficulties for everyone involved. Remember, this is something that just kind of popped up on the collegiate scene, and we've seen Jalen Hurts of Alabama transfer after going through the portal and other big names and little names, frankly, transfer portal still the jury out on that if it's a net positive. But uh, Greg Sankey of the SEC says he's unsure. So if he's unsure, good Lord. All right. SEC golf, the Mississippi Land Sharks, the women's team for University of Mississippi Land Sharks captured their first SEC golf championship this past weekend in Hoover, Alabama. They defeated the South Carolina Lady Gamecocks 3-2 in match play at Greystone's Legacy Course just outside of Birmingham. Macy Semeski lifted the Rebels to a victory in all three of her match play contests by winning in a playoff and 
the Mississippi Sharks get their first women's golf championship in a huge upset, really. They defeated Florida on Saturday, and then they ended this championship with a win against South Carolina in this championship match there in Birmingham. So kudos to the Fish for their first win. The men's golf championship is taking place this weekend at the Seaside Course on Sea Island in St. Salmon's Island, Georgia. And they've got stroke play going on today as part of round two. They teed off early this morning. Stroke play continues tomorrow. Then on Saturday, match play begins. You can actually watch the championship on Sunday on the SEC Network that starts at 7.30 Eastern. So wake up with a cup of coffee and some cereal and watch SEC Golf Live on the SEC Network from St. Simons Island in Georgia. That's worth tuning in just to see the beautiful place there in coastal Georgia. How about the beautiful SEC baseball that's played in the state of Georgia? The Georgia Bulldogs continue to lead the east side of the SEC baseball bracket. They are 13 and 5 in SEC play. Vanderbilt from right here in Nashville is they're 12 and 6 and they are on a four game win streak. Uh, who but hey, that's not the hottest team in the Volunteer State. The Tennessee Vols are on a five game win streak and they have now been able to get a 9-9 mark in SEC play. The Vols are 31 and 11 overall. So Tennessee is certainly marching their way to a postseason berth first time in quite a number of years if the trend continues missouri is 7 10 and 1 in sec play florida south carolina and kentucky all have losing records in the west of the sec the razorbacks have a one game edge in the standings in sec play they're 12 and 6 and 31 and 10 overall the aggies from texas a&m are 11 6 and 1 and have 30 wins also on the ledger the tigers of lsu paul Maneri's team is 11 and 7 and 27 and 15 overall and Mississippi State, which actually I think they got swept this past weekend in a series, but they were able to win the Governor's Cup game against the Mississippi Land Sharks. That game played in Pearl in the midweek action. And Mississippi State is 10 and 8 in SEC play, which is the same mark that Auburn and Mississippi, the Sharks have at 10 and 8. Alabama is 4 and 14. That is your SEC baseball update here on today's y'all show hey let's go to Aggieland, and the head football coach jimbo fisher says he has no plans to leave the school now that comes after athletic director scott woodward took off from texas a&m to head back to his alma mater of lsu jimbo fisher won a national championship and three acc titles during his eight seasons at florida state and he signed a 10-year 75 million dollar contract with texas a&m when woodward was the head man at Aggieland. but now that he's gone stability perhaps a problem for jimbo fisher he says no he says that uh, he's quite happy and in this business change happens he says scott was one of the reasons i came out here as far as the introduction and the comfort level i've had with him but after being here this place is phenomenal and i plan on being here a long time and frankly jimbo fisher if i were making 75 mil and guaranteed a job for 10 years i don't blame you for that same sentiment there now Let's go back to Scott Woodward now in his new role as the AD in Baton Rouge for the Bayou Bengals. He has been initially supportive of the embattled basketball coach there, Will Wade, and he is saying that he's in 100% support behind Will Wade and unless he's presented with new information that forces him to reconsider. He says that he's not met with the coach and that they've seen each other in group meetings, but he needs to be briefed, and and he wants to find out what's going on. Now, remember, Woodward just got on the scene there 
But Wade, who coached the LSU this past season, one of their best seasons in school history, he was suspended before the regular season finale, and, and he didn't even coach in the postseason for LSU. And he declined to meet with the former athletic director, Joe Oliva, about a leaked FBI wiretap transcript that had questions about whether the coach committed recruiting violations. But for right now, until more evidence comes in that changes the mind of the new AD, the new boss of LSU's athletic departments, according to Scott Woodward, Coach Will Wade is still gainfully employed along the bayou. And now let's take it to right here in Nashville for tonight's NFL draft. All eyes will be on Music City, and I was tuning in Wednesday on the NFL Network. Great to see the downtown Nashville skyline and the lower Broadway, all the honky-tonks being featured. Kind of kind of cool. You don't think about that until it really starts showing up on national television, how this could really bring a lot of eyes to Nashville, which they don't get to see from an NFL perspective when there's a game because usually all the attention is on the football stadium but this is not really about the football stadium that football stadium way across the other side of the cumberland river now from an sec standpoint who are some of the top names that you might get there you might hear or see them on tonight's nfl coverage or going into round two quinnon williams defensive tackle for alabama he's expected to go rather early in the nfl draft in addition to Williams, you also have Josh Allen of Kentucky listed as a likely person to be pretty high in the draft. LSU's Devin White. You have Montez Sweat from Mississippi State. Hey, how about quarterback Drew Locke of Mizzou? He might go in the first round. Be kind of interesting to watch this. Probably the most publicized player in the NFL draft is DK Metcalf out of the Mississippi Landshark program. And man, people fell in love with his his stomach. Boy, he has a very well-conditioned body. And and Metcalf is expected to be one of the top receivers chosen in the NFL draft. You also have from Mississippi, A.J. Brown, who's a native, I think, of Starkville. And he's expected to get pretty high as a receiver in the NFL draft. DeAndre Baker of Georgia. You have Josh Jacobs, also of Alabama. Mac Wilson of Alabama. Eric McCoy of Texas A&M. And, and before we wrap up here, any Vanderbilt players? Yes, I found one that you might want to keep an eye on. Joan Williams, 6'2", 205 pounds. Uh, you just might see his name called. And, and Williams, you better be here. We're right here in Nashville. If you get picked in the NFL draft, you, you need to be here. You need to represent Commodore Nation. And that's some of the names to be kind of tuning in to see uh, about this year's NFL draft. Of course, you've got a guy who used to be a quarterback in Aggieland, Kyler Murray, who left Texas A&M to go over to Oklahoma and could be the number one draft pick tonight in the nfl draft so all that from right here in nashville speaking of the nfl draft hang on when we come back we're going to tune in to 615 sessions that is a program produced by buck rising and our sister network a to z sports nashville we'll get their take on all things nashville and nfl draft and country music as he's got a special guest ryan hurry we'll we'll listen to a little bit of that as we wrap up today's y'all show from nashville tennessee Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. 
Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And right now, get $100 off the purchase of a mattress when you text FIRM to 84888. Yes, $100 off, but only when you text FIRM to 84888. That's F-I-R-M to 84888. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms. Unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol. Quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1. Which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. Take off your makeup, nobody's around It's you and me, girl, just let your guard down I see right through you, I know what it means I know I got you, that moment when you close your eyes I know I'm doing something right I got you down to a t-shirt, white sheets, red Now for the final segment of this Thursday, y'all with John Rawl, and here y'all as we broadcast from Nashville, we want to kind of bring in guys that know Nashville, maybe just a little, little tiny bit more than we do. These are guys that are here and, and not only live here, but live, breathe, eat, sleep, drink NFL football. Buck Rising has done a lot of radio work in Middle Tennessee and is a NFL beat writer for the Titans. And he hosts 615 Sessions, and he's also part of A to Z Sports Nashville. And he is visiting with Ryan Hurd this week. Ryan is a RCA Nashville recording artist, and also, you just heard his song coming into this break here, if you happen to enjoy that song. Ryan is married to Marin Morris, who's a big country music artist, and Ryan's a big football guy. And he appeared with Buck this week to kind of talk about the NFL draft and Ryan's playing as part of the NFL draft festivities here. Here's that conversation from 615 Sessions on today's Y'all Show. I think that, you know, what they did a really good job of was showcasing, like, that this is not just, it's not country music city, it's music city. And so having a band like Moon Taxi, which is like one of the, like truly one of the best i call them a jam band because that's when they started that's what they were mm. but 
having somebody like that play, it's like open up the entire thing and then having Dirks come and do it. And there's just, there's a, and I can't remember all the acts in between, but I think they did a really good job of, of kind of including like the, a, a broader scope of what we do here, as opposed to just, I mean, they could have booked every single, you know, country artist that was around, you know, oh, I mean? sure. but they went, made a conscious decision and, and I think that was smart. Yeah, I I do as well. I mean, it's it's uh, it's just an interesting dynamic. I don't I don't know why people seem to go bent out of shape because as long as the city's showcased, I mean, I and showcased well, I don't really care if I don't really right. care if there's too many cowboy boots or Daisy Dukes or whatever they're showing too many neon lights. But I mean, that's that's what that's the foundation of Nashville. And like yeah, you and said, there's a reason they're booking the acts that they are. And that's the foot that like that's our best foot forward. That's what they've sort of chosen to be the face of our town to sure. someone visiting. So. You know, you kind of got to ride that out. I mean, to be honest, like, you know, we have a great downtown and there's a lot to do down there and the draft stage is going to be amazing and you'll be able to see like, the stadium in the background and stuff like that. And, you know, I think when the NHL came and did the All-Star game here, it really was a giant moment for for Nashville. And, and there was a lot of that honky-tonk stuff associated with it just because it's all right around the arena. But I think at the end of the day like they did such a good job of showing nashville as a destination that it made i mean it just kind of like made it easy for the draft to come in and be like all right we'll just do that a little bit bigger so i think they're gonna lean a little bit on the honky-tonk thing because it's easy but i don't think that's gonna be the only thing that people see yeah no i was I, my, my little sister first time she's been down to nashville for any extended period of time she came down for a concert uh at the cowan last night she's 16 years old so we're who was at the cowan uh, top golf right yeah that's top golf so it's it's jack and jack uh i was okay yeah I'm unfamiliar absolutely. with their work but they're i i pulled i dropped them off i was playing personal uber last night dropped them off and there was just a line around the corner they said they waited 45 minutes to get in so jack there's and jack. a kid that opened for them named alec bailey and he's got this song called lemonade okay which someone sent me the demo for that but you should check that one out because it's not a country song it's but it's you know kind of that singer songwriter thing but yeah man what the kids get into it's crazy for sure for sure but anyway we were we were taking around showing showing off uh everything that like the nfl is putting in that you know the honky tonks were and we were able to walk her through a couple of them uh because it was during the day and you know she's only ID- getting id'd if she gets a drink uh sure. but uh is she she just she was blown away by the scale and the scope of it uh and it was a it was a cool thing for me just to kind of like oh this is not normal everyday thing for people you know nashville's lower broadway is not a, not a thing that everybody sees on their way to work every day like i do <laughs> Exactly. Uh, it was a it was a it was a cool moment for me just to kind of watch her experience everything that Nashville is, and I'm like, I, I, I have no I have no big part in this. I just get to be around all the stuff that's going on. Uh, but it right. was it's I'm looking forward to seeing to seeing how people respond to what all we're about to do down here because I think we're going to kick ass, Ryan. I don't know about you. Well, we're a, we throw a good party. And that's a we've always been good at that. And that was country singer Ryan Hurd, who will be playing Saturday as part of the festivities of the NFL draft in Nashville. He's going to be playing as part of the draft main stage and part of the NFL draft experience stage there in downtown Nashville. And I want you to get down there and hear some great music and see a lot of young people become millionaires when they get part uh, get drafted to an NFL team. Perhaps maybe your favorite NFL team will be getting some of the great talent that's available in the NFL 
NFL Draft 2019. And of course, Ryan there in that interview talking with a guy who knows a lot about NFL sports and more. And that was Buck Rising from 615 Sessions and the website A to Z Sports Nashville. Appreciate that. Listen in here. As we conclude our Thursday, y'all, from Nashville. Well, tune in on Friday. We'll continue to have NFL draft coverage from right here in Nashville. You don't want to miss that. We'll have some of the top picks to relay to you on Friday's show. Plus, Marshland is going to be back as Cleve Marsh's Out in the South feature will include an interview with John Gardenshire from Sumter, South Carolina. And they're going to talk fishing and hunting and a whole lot more. You don't want to miss out on that fun. Plus, we'll have a great tribute to Zydeco Music and from Dixie with Love. We'll wrap it up tomorrow. All that on the Y'all Show. Thank you for listening to our show from Music City, USA and NFL Draft Central, USA. We'll see you tomorrow. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 1717. That's promo code 1717 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now.